0: Someone comes in basically talking about the copier. I want you to know, y'all. I read this page earlier because I read the, these last like ten pages today before we recorded. And when I first got to this page, I was like, "The copier is on the print," and I was like, "Copier, it's copier." <laughs> character development yes we do welcome welcome back everyone we're gonna get into that here as we discuss chapter five um but hi it's me it's bethany and i'm here today i'm i'm not doing great guys um but i'm gonna make it taylor swift on the sidelines with travis kelsey is gonna help me make it through um but michael ann how are you doing today (laughs) i am good i'm feeling so invigorated
1: by Taylor Swift, um, just being able to be just like another gal on the yes. sidelines supporting her yes. boyfriend, it was we so cute. Um, cute.
0: also, is there another reason why you might be feeling pretty great? <laughs>
1: yes, okay, so I know that previously on the pod, I said that I would not be going to Sweden because we. Ran into some financial issues regarding Sweden, but yeah. then Bethany found some really inexpensive flights this Can weekend. I say
0: I'm a thrifty girl,
1: so <laughs> it's official. I am going to Sweden. We bought our plane tickets. Woo,
0: woo, woo, woo like Sweden 2024 is happening everybody I apologize to anyone's eardrums um right there but it's a big exciting moment also I'd like to say I started this being like I'm not doing well but I'm doing like good exciting things happen this weekend nobody (laughs) nobody like be concerned about me it's just you know it's that time of the month and the Lions lost yesterday so I'm a little bit depressed about that um Y'all, I'm, I was texting people last night, and I was like, listen, I might be put in a situation where it's going to basically be Eminem versus Taylor Swift, and in a weird, weird twist of fate, I will be rooting for Eminem, and it's this is very weird for me um, because I would be supporting <laughs> the team that Eminem is supporting and not the team that Taylor Swift is. But I've not been put in that position now. I guess I can just root for the Chiefs because my team didn't make it. Um, so, you know, I want Travis and Taylor to be happy. So I know everyone, like, hates the Chiefs now because – well, for many reasons. Um, anyone hating on them because of Taylor Swift, fuck you. But the people that are hating on them because, like, they're the Patriots 2.0, I get it. It's boring. They're always making the Super Bowl. We're over it. But, like, Taylor Swift. (laughs) Right. So, you know, um, yeah, I wish it would have been my Lions, but it just wasn't meant to be for us this year, and that's okay. That's why you play the game. That's why you come back hungry next year. So, yeah, everyone, I'm okay. We're fine. I'm just – I'm looking my wounds over that loss a little bit. But overall, I'm excited because we're going to Sweden. Whoop, we're going to Sweden. So exciting. So we yeah, got to get bet. those friendship bracelets going. Yes. yes. We're getting things made. We're going to be ready. We're so excited. We are literally crazy. Okay, so the good deal that I found on flights, none of you care about any of this, but we're going to share it with you anyways. I hope (laughs) some of you care. I think some of you are excited for us. But the good deal that we found on flights meant originally we're going to fly out like where we'd be getting there the day before the concert and then like, hanging out and and doing things but because of the flight that i found we're actually now getting there the day of the concert which is a little crazy we'll be at and we're gonna be like taylor swift getting off her private jet making it to the super bowl jet lagged tired but there to support that's gonna be us. um we're gonna be jet lagged tired but there to support our queen so Mike Land's packing the orbs we're doing it (laughs) <laughs> things, things are happening <laughs> we're ready um but yeah i guess that's enough of our excitement over sweden um let's talk about chapter five but first we have to yes. recap let's yes. see second recap of the year did you write it down michael ann no i'm only gonna do already, the previous chapter you guys have a, been here for it you've been here you know we're just gonna talk about what you missed on glee last week so what you missed
1: last week was chapter four. Um, mom and uh, McLean's relationship has not really improved. Um, she really wants her to go to the beach, which is kind of like their thing before the divorce. But instead of them like going to a fun little shitty hotel and hanging out together, she wants to bring her to her brand new beach house with the twins. So. McLean's not super into it, and her mom is not super understanding, and we'll get into that a little bit more this chapter. We sure will. We sure will. What else happened? Let's see.
0: That was a big chunk of it. Yeah, pretty much the stuff with her mom was, like, most of last chapter, and then, like, the Deb of it all. Oh, yeah, the Deb
1: of it all. Yeah, taking they're first her to the hospital. hmm Yeah, we got to know Deb a little bit more. And uh, Opal and her dad were once again together. So that might
0: progress somewhere. Yeah. Mm, We don't know. Maybe. Was Opal a little jealous of that nurse? Maybe. I don't know. We're going to. Things are happening. Also, this is like absolutely related, but not related to what we're about to discuss, but it's related to the cover of this novel. I'm just sitting here staring at it, right? And I was like. They always pick things, like, to kind of help make it stand the test of time, right? So it's just, like, jeans and a white t-shirt. And, like, we can really only see her jeans. But something about these jeans with that belt, 100%, it is not timeless. Like, it 100% puts me into, like, oh, yeah, this book came out, like, 2010. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, yeah. Yes. It's funny. Then I'm like, nope, it's it's still dated, even when they tried to make it not. I'm like, nope, those, those jeans with that belt would only be in a certain, certain time yes anyway that random thought aside chapter five let's do it yes
1: um mclean wakes up to a strange noise that sounds like thump thump clank thump thump swish and she goes downstairs to investigate and i don't really understand this so (laughs) the basketball got into her kitchen Right,
0: which I'm also a little bit confused about. I just could not picture this in my head. So, like, she says behind her, the door to the back deck was open. So, like, the kitchen door, I assume, is open, but like the way it's worded, I'm like, the back deck door is open. So that means that a basketball is coming to your kitchen. I don't know. I'm confused. I know she has a basketball hoop outside. But like, so then I also was like, so her neighbors are using her hoop? Like, <laughs> yes,
1: you know? that was my other question. I was like, wait, what? Then I was like, but then she said, like, at one point in this chapter, she says like the basketball court. And so now I'm like, wait, is there a whole court?
0: Right. Because I, I just know. assumed it was like a hoop in her driveway, the way she first described it back That's in like chapter one. And then this chapter, I'm like, did I not understand that correctly? I
1: am, you know, I don't know. Somebody DM us and explain to us the uh, situation that's happening here because we can't picture it in our brains, and it is confusing. Um, (laughs) But, yeah, apparently uh, Dave is outside playing basketball with his friend or some sort of basketball-type game, and um, they keep getting the ball into her house. Or her deck or something. And she is interacting. And her mom calls her during this time period. And she's shrieking. She's like, I've been worried sick about you. You were supposed to call me back 24 hours ago. You promised. And, you know, she's trying to interrupt her, like, Mom, Mom, I'm sorry, whatever. And her mom just keeps going, keeps going. And then she's like, Okay, well, I mean, I'm still upset, but thank you for saying that. Um, so she looks outside while she's on the phone. They're still playing basketball. And mom says, I do have to tell you, though, I was very hurt you never called me. I don't think you realize, McLean, how hard it is to always be reaching out to you and to be continued and to continually be rebuffed.
0: Crying a river. <laughs>
1: I know. I'm like, what are you even talking about? So then and this gets so much worse. Yeah. Um, so then she's like, dad, dad was in the hospital. I had to go get him. And she's like, okay, why did you have to go get him? And she's like, oh, I had to bring him his, uh, health insurance card. And mom is of course like, he shouldn't, you shouldn't have to be taking care of him. This is ridiculous. Blah, 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 blah. Um, but in the same time, she gets the basketball again and she's so angry that she, Shucks it! She throws it overhead at the basket as hard as she could. It goes flying, hitting the backboard, banging through the netless hoop at full speed before shooting back out and nailing Dave squarely on the forehead. And Poor so, this- Dave. <laughs> so then she hangs up on Mom because she's like, "Oh shit, Dave's down." Bye, Mom.
0: <laughs> oh shit, Dave's down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that pretty much sums it up. So, yeah, she's just like, oh, shit, mom, I have to go. And, yeah, I love when she just, like, she's just so infuriated that she just, like, whacks this basketball at the hoop. And she's like, God, she was always talking. And it's like, yeah, like, I understand her mom being concerned about the fact that she had promised to call and she didn't. But the fact that she immediately is just yelling at her when like there was a very valid reason like she literally had to go to the hospital for her dad and and then it's like she hears that and she's like oh my god is everything okay and it's like yeah maybe when your daughter who promised to call answers the phone your first response shouldn't just be to yell at her it should be like hey checking in like you said you're gonna call are you okay no not this mom not a decent mom yeah no, mom's don't do that <laughs> mom's whatever. never oh my god you know that like trend that's like i'm a whatever of course i like yes. literally we could do one about deaths moms like i'm a deaths mom of course i'm gonna be passive aggressive i'm a deaths mom of course we're gonna have a like, terrible relationship with each other we're not gonna go I was, to
1: communicate i was gonna make one like a few months ago that was like i'm a dessin oh, main yeah, yeah 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 i'm a dessin love interest that. And then I just, like, never did. Because, you know, to make a video like that, you need to have a second person. Yes. And also um, put makeup on your face.
0: Yeah. And that's, like, a lot of effort. Those two things. 100%. 100%. But, -hmm. yeah, just so you know, we could, right now, for your listening pleasure, we could act out that I'm a Descent Mom once.
1: (laughs) I'm a Descent Mom. I think of myself first.
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And then my daughter. I put all my emotional baggage onto my daughter. Of course I do. I'm a Destin mom. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm a Destin okay. mom. My daughter is my therapist.
0: Yeah, basically, yeah. <laughs> i mom. I love it. That's honestly perfect. Um, so yeah, so she just like nails this shot, but also nails Dave's face. And of course, you know, she's hung up on mom now. And she's concerned about Dave. And she's like, are you Okay. And they're like, you're much better at this game than we are. And, um, you know, Dave's friend basically keeps saying like, that was incredible. And then he, you know, they're asking if he's okay. And he's like, oh, no damage. And so again, we're getting from another perspective. Like Dave is like the smart kid, right? Because he's like, oh, like that thing's insured. Like he's a genius. Like don't want to mess with him. And he introduces himself as Ellis. He asks about like the move that she did. And we get a little bit more history about dad's basketball career. Again, he wasn't like the best player, but he had a lot of heart, which coaches always love. And um, so, you know, he would get a little bit of playing time, but not a lot. And so she said that, you know, he had a couple of like signature shots and this one, which was the boomerang that she just like did was his like most famous. And she was saying like, even if I hadn't stepped on a basketball court for years, like I could do this because it's just so ingrained in me um and of course just as she's standing there with the basketball and ellis is asking her like hey can you help me is when her dad shows up and then it's like awkward because of course like you know they don't talk about basketball now because it's kind of a sore subject for them Mm -hmm. and so she's like i I can't i'm sorry which is like you know she says it like so sincerely like way more of an apology than something like being like hey i can't teach you this trick shot would warrant and so she says here you know like he looks at her kind of quizzically and she's like you know obviously the apology wasn't really for him or even for poor dave who she bopped in the face um she's like instead, even as the words came i knew they were really for my dad whose eyes i could feel on me as i handed off the ball and walked off the court and back inside game over <sighs> yeah that's Yikes. complicated yes it's very
1: complicated Especially because basketball was something they both loved so much. So to have yeah. it be taken away from them in such like a dramatic and like life altering way. And then for mom to just be like, why doesn't anyone care about my feelings? And it's <laughs> I like, know. All right. She's the real victim in this situation, everyone. <laughs> so we're clear. Literally. I'm a destined <laughs> mom. Of course I'm the victim.
0: Of course I'm the victim. Of I've somehow <laughs> been wronged in this scenario of which no one has wronged me whatsoever <laughs> yep yeah so then we
1: fast forward to the she's in the luna blue kitchen um the worst waitress tracy um <laughs> who is wearing her sheepskin boots aka uggs, uggs now that we know
0: now that we know
1: insane insane behavior
0: those are um, not worth safe shoes
1: <laughs> no no. Plus, wouldn't you be so sweaty? Like, there, I have so many oh. questions for Tracy. Tracy, oh, I know you're not gets, real, um, but if you could call me. Yeah, um,
0: and answer those first. We'd really appreciate it. But
1: Tracy and uh, one of the kitchen guys whose name is Jason, she's, like, quizzing him on the crossword puzzle. He knows every answer. He, apparently, he's, like, really smart. I'm sure we'll come back to that.
0: So do you, have you put, I wanted to know from this introduction if you put together who this is yet. No. So we have met Jason before. They have not said his last name yet, but Jason, you know, brain camp, Jason, Harvard is more important than anything than going to prom, Jason. This is Jason. It is that no. Jason. Yeah. I, okay, I almost really? was like, I don't want to spoil it, but I was waiting for you to get to the chapter to see if you got it. And that was what my tagline was about. We love character. So she's talking to, she's like, this guy knows everything. We call him the professor what school did you go to again and he goes I dropped out of college that Jason Jason who like school is more important than women is now a line cook and dropped out of college and honestly I love that for him because look how much chiller he is so far and like the little interaction we have gotten from him than he ever was and the truth about forever along for the ride
1: oh my god
0: yeah game changer so the first time I ever read this book I was like this is the one thing like again like I said I don't remember a ton from what happened to by. I remember the basketball thing the like cheating basketball coach whatever thing I remembered like the restaurant um but the one thing that the, and the other thing I remembered was Jason because it was just such a big thing because I got to this chapter and they don't say his last name and you don't like really get enough to know that it's him and I was like this can't be coincidental that she's using this name again. And this guy is really smart. Like Sarah Dustin wouldn't do that. And I was like, but no, it can't be him. And then you get further into the novel and you're like, holy shit, it's him. And so tonight when I was like looking at when we got to, I knew we'd be discussing this, I was like, oh.
1: yeah." I, you know, I it was funny because when I was reading this, I was like, what are the odds she would name another guy Jason, Jason. who's like yeah. smart but, but he's also
0: a-, like a common name so like right. you
1: know but like he says he dropped out of college like he he just seemed so chill and he's like working yeah. in a kitchen so I'm like <clears throat> this
0: can't possibly be the same Jason oh I just, my like- gosh Love this so much as a story beat because someone who was like so school upset, like, we all were that smart kid, you know what I mean? Like, I shouldn't say we all were, but like, we all, like, I was a good student, you know? And then, like, you know, at college, I am happy that I went to college. I think college was for me, even though I know some people were like, well, you didn't really like do anything with your degree, but like, I will never regret going to college like I really think like I really valued like what I got out of the experience but I really think college isn't for everyone and it's just like so many smart kids it's like well like the second that they're done with high school it's like obviously you're going to college and and for Jason like that was all he knew but then like look at him like and again like a lot of people be like oh he's a failure like he's the line cook now and like he was supposed to be going to Harvard but like no like as a person he's so much better so like I, yeah I just I love that she did this storyline like as weird as it is that like I don't know just bless you Sarah Dustin, for that
1: I love this really like I really love this now that I know this because there are so many like you always see online like I was not a gifted kid I didn't have good grades in high school I mean I did in like math and English because those were so easy to me but right. like everything else like I didn't study I barely did homework like I wasn't a good student Um right. But there's so many people who are, are kids that are, like, overachievers in high school, do really good, are on track to go to a IV, and then just get so burnt out when they actually get mm-hmm. to college that, like, their entire lives change. So I yeah. I love that she included this. Like, this is amazing. Oh, my gosh. I can't wait to yeah. see more. That's
0: what i like. I'm just so excited. And then, like, I just, like. J- J- like and the truth back for the ride i was like this guy is the effing worst and it this honestly is like such a good interesting character development that he gets in this book like it's really yeah so
1: I get hyped this. And,
0: yeah it's gonna get we're gonna get even more of him um inevitably but yes yeah. ah! so that's a little a little thump something, something um so yeah so she's talking to jason who we now know is like yes that jason and um, you know, he's helping fill out the crossword, Tracy, and um, that's when her dad, I believe, comes in. Yes, because he's talking about Opal and the community project, and he's like, "Why are all of these?" criminals um in my restaurant and i was like sir you work in a restaurant that's usually that's
1: i thought usually it was job interviews i literally <laughs> was like oh they're doing a mass job interview they're
0: <laughs> getting, getting some and i was like yeah it's like what line cooks usually are um which is great and i think that they absolutely should have a chance to hold a job and whatever because just because you had some dumb you know misdemeanor when you were whatever 20 years old doesn't mean that you should be able to function in society um yeah so i was like i don't know why this man who is a chef is really upset about these like people coming into community service as if he isn't a chef and work in a kitchen where (laughs) usually people have some kind of criminal history but like okay
1: (laughs) right i'm like uh okay um yeah it's hilarious i i was like i really thought this was gonna be like oh we're doing a bunch of interviews for the kitchen because like (laughs) uh like you know a few chapters prior they were like we don't have any good kitchen people
0: right yeah and here's so. this guy who nicked him with a knife you know yeah like their line cooks could use some better work
1: exactly. um
0: but yeah so he's like all upset about this and opal's you know like she stressed out about all of the situation as well and she's talking about the councilwoman, who you know she did all this her parking and then she says um oh she says she's running a muddle and he's like what did you just say like back that up and she's like community responsibility and he's like no that not that part and she's like oh running a muddle and she's like sorry it's just this basketball term it means when you and he's like yeah i, I know what it means because of course like you play basketball he's obsessed with basketball we know that opal doesn't know that um and so he says like i'm just surprised that like you know that which it's like really dad of course because it's like what she's like a girl who like dresses eclectically like she couldn't possibly be into sports and it's like sometimes sometimes women know sport breaking news um more at 11 (laughs) (laughs) and so she's like oh yeah um she's like oh my god my dad was a hardcore db fan um He's an alum, so my brothers. Like, they would have – I had to go there. Basically, it would have been a shame to the entire family. And it's like, yeah, I get that, girl. Just kidding. I wanted to go to Florida. But I used to always joke (laughs) around in high school, and people were like, where are you applying to? And I was like, Florida, because I'd be disowned from my family if not. um, I'm just kidding. This would have loved me. But it it was the only choice, like, obviously. And so it sounds like basically Opal has a lot in common with our our boy here. Um, Why can't I think of her dad's name right now? It's been mentioned. Gus. I know it. Is that okay? Thank you. And I was like, and then I can't think of it. So, anyways, it seems like they have a lot of common. And also, McLean has a lot of com in common. Like their families seem to, have, you know, both be big in basketball. They live in North Carolina, and they like college basketball. Shocking, again, more at eleven. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, dude, like y'all live in North Carolina? It shouldn't be that weird that she and live in like a college town that she would know about basketball. But all right. So, anyways, this is where she accidentally puts her foot in her mouth, though, because she's like oh, although he's not been happy with a new coach, I don't keep up with it that much, but apparently there was some kind of scandal, something to do with his personal life, and I just went,
1: awkward. (laughs) It's so awkward, and McLean's dad's like,
0: anyway,
1: so moving on.
0: It's so good. I love it. But I was like, ooh, good to know that apparently Opal's family does not support the new coach, which, great, because they (laughs) serve McLean's family. Well, her mom does, but the rest of her family, certainly her and her dad certainly don't.
1: I have to say, though, on page 116, McLean walks out of the kitchen and like down the hallway and she's like, in the restaurant, a girl with yellow blonde hair and a nose ring was wiping down the bar. Well, which like, yep. And well, a couple of other weights chatted as they rolled silverware. And I was like, weights, that's a fun word. I have never heard servers be referred to as weights, but I love it. It's, like, gender neutral.
0: Right. I was like, oh, I'm into that. Waits. So what do you do? I wait.
1: <laughs> I wait. I'm a waits. I wait.
0: <laughs> I like it. Yeah, it's very trendy, I feel like. I'm kind of into it. Um, but, yeah, they're kind of talking about – so she puts her foot in her mouth about that. And Opal's kind of, like, you know, he's just – they're talking about this, like, councilman. And he's like, okay, well, we really need to sort things out because above my restaurant is not where, like, we should be doing this. And – she opal you know my girl coming to their defense and she's like they're not criminals they're just doing community service and again dad being like hashtag not cool <laughs> he's like isn't that the same thing and she's like not really so he thinks that he's gonna be able to talk to this lindsey baker and opal's like i don't know she's like really intense i'm not sure you really want to get involved with that um she's a bit of like a force to be reckoned with they finally kind of finish up that dad's like hey how are you doing she's like oh you want a pimple? Yeah, so she's hungry. Again, perks of, you know, being able to go to the restaurant and have your chef dad make you some food. Um, And then this is where I believe McLean ends up heading upstairs. Oh, because he gets a call from Chuckles. Still, (laughs) that always makes me chuckle that this man's name, that he
1: goes by Chuckles. i told andrew he has to make a friend named charles so that i can call him chuckles
0: yes 100 percent. yeah i don't know nearly enough charles in my life that's hard to pluralize charles i I don't think i know any that i can think think of i actually did speaking of working in restaurants one of my managers at applebee's was named charles but none of us called him chuckles so that was a missed opportunity is now what i'm realizing
1: (laughs) there are a lot of charlies in boston i feel like i feel like Mm -hmm. charlie is a big boston name but
0: i could see that 100 also as you know michael ann this is not related to sarah and everyone i'm sorry but quick aside speaking (laughs) of boston um as you know My husband and I have been just absolutely binge watching old seasons of The Challenge. We've made it through. I don't want to tell you all how many seasons we've made it through since like Christmas break till now, okay? obsessed he went away this weekend and i was like what will i watch because i can't watch it without him and i was like but i need my fix um but anywho, it is insane to me how many people on these like the mtv verse of like real world and the challenge and road rules and all that stuff were from boston like there's yes. so many boston accents on this show all the time and it's so funny to me and i was just like michael lance people um anyway i, just <laughs> I share that was a thought with you that i think I- about all the time when I'm watching these shows. I'm like, so many people from Boston. I
1: started season two of The Traitors. I've never seen season yes. one, but I'm, I'm just going, I'm diving first into season two. And Johnny Bananas and CT are both on it. And I'm like, oh, it's so nice to have my, my boys Love back people. on my TV.
0: Oh, Johnny Bananas. What an absolute world-class douchebag, but he's so entertaining. Like, I cannot trust how entertaining he is. And also some seasons you're kind of like... He's right on the like, sometimes he says things and you're like, yeah, but he's right. Um, I did also tell my husband the other day, of course, living in a town where a team is named the Bananas, they've done different things with like certain like, you know, retired baseball players have done things with the team or like other like little like, you know, kind of like celebrities and air quotes. And I said to my (laughs) husband, I go has Johnny Bananas not thrown out a first pitch at a Bananas game? That's like low hanging fruit. Like, come on! Like, those are two. of a celebrity. He goes by Bananas. They're the Bananas. Um, but they haven't. So I'm gonna start campaigning to get Johnny Bananas down here in Savannah to throw out a first pitch at a game.
1: <laughs> Hell yeah! I bet he would do it, Johnny Bananas. God, he's makes- iconic. So is CT. He's
0: like a- CT is iconic. Oh my so God. iconic
1: all those yeah. people from like the beginning of the challenge I always think about that woman who was on a bunch of seasons who died of yeah. cancer Speaking and of, CG, just...
0: they had like a, a yes. relationship yeah
1: yeah I remember they there was like a he like post he was like posted about how he like visited her while she was you know on her last days but um I just remember, like, how iconic – like, how – I don't want to say iconic because that sounds so diminishing, but, like, right. how, like, inspiring it was for her to be, yeah. like, on this really intense, like, active show with cancer. And she did it, like, I think – she, she was on it at least the end. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so she like- did some, like, hardcore challenges. Um, it was very sad. The season that we're watching right now actually – she at the beginning of every episode it's in memory of her because this is the last season she's on um and she actually left early because she was like getting really sick and they were like medically we can't let you continue participating like that's not safe for you um so she actually we're not there yet but she is going to get released from the show at a certain point this season because this was like when she really started getting sick again um hmm. so it's it's a really weird season uh, dm it's a really like yes. weird season to watch because you're just like, oh, the funny antics. But then like every time she's in it, you're like, oh my, God. like it's just sad, yeah. you know. Um, sad. So yeah, it's a weird season to watch, and I'm like, we gotta watch it, and I'm enjoying it, but also like I kind of want to get to the next season because this is depressing me. Like you watch the challenge for like silliness, not like right. sadness. But you're right, it was like it, the thing she did um, mm-hmm. while she was battling this, like, and honestly, it was like super inspiring. Like, and and yes. she she made a lot of um awareness you know for yeah for stuff like that so um like cancer research and, and stuff so that is at least the silver lining of the situation but now that we've digressed into an entire if y'all Seriously. listen we are millennial women this is the shit we love okay like <laughs> you don't even i came home today and my husband was watching real world las vegas oh my god <laughs> and i'm like oh i'm like we can't go down another rabbit hole we're already in too deep. Like Paramount Plus is going to come check on. They're going to do a wellness check on us soon and be like, are y'all okay? You're watching a lot of old MTV reality shows. Are you guys okay? And we're like, no, we're not. We're going through it. I'm It'll on season fine.
1: six of 90 Day Fiance. Hells yeah. So far, I, I think that. season five was the best season so far. If anybody Ooh. else watches it let me know. I mean, I'm only on season six. I heard like season eight is crazy as well, but season five was like jam packed with just the craziest shit. And like, not a single one of those couples is still together. And it's just like, <laughs> it was it's just a
0: And I it was love chaos. it.
1: It was chaos. Absolute chaos. Um, but that.
0: anyway, back to, back to the deaths, the D bomb, the D bomb, no one, the only, the D bomb. Um, so yes, she goes upstairs to talk to opal and opal like i said is just like hella stressed and she's like giving a pep talk though to all the people there for community service and she's like you know one at a time we're gonna get this done i know it seems like really daunting and a lot but with all of us together like it, it just it's gonna be simple you know start with the base and it's gonna be so simple um and so she's kind of listening to her uh, talk talk these people up and then, of course, we get, like we so said, we kind of jumped forward to the restaurant. So now we're kind of jumping back to mm-hmm. school that day when she was at lunch. And she's kind of explaining, like, it's so weird to her being McLean. You know, she's like, this is the longest I've gone by that, like in these last three weeks. And so she's like, um, you know, i chosen to take on, uh, I probably said something that my own name sounded weirder to me than the ones i chosen to take on over these last years. Um, but the truth was, I still wasn't sure who this McLean was here. Um, so she's kind of talking about, like, she's waiting for, like, to figure out who this new version of herself is. And she was saying, like, sometimes you don't even, like, have a say. Like, you know, she was saying with those other personas that she put on, she kind of, like, picked her friends. And here people have just kind of, like, picked her. Like, people have just kind of come up to her. And so she's talking about here at lunch, she was just trying to go over her sieve notes because she heard that there was maybe, like, a pop quiz. And all of a sudden, Heather comes up to her and is like, hey, got a quick second. And she's like, I really kind of just want to study for this pop quiz, actually. (laughs) And she's like, "Uh, are you coming or not? Like, you're going to come over here. This is very important. And she's like, I guess I'm coming. So she ends up going over. Riley and Dave are there. And she realizes, like, in a weird way, this is the most, like, normal interaction her and Dave have had. Because she's not hitting him in the face of the basketball. They're not underground. (laughs) There's not, like, any of these other weird antics going on. And so she's like, you know, I feel a little embarrassed because last time I saw him, I had hit him with a basketball. And we realize that the reason Heather has called McLean over is because Riley has been cheated on by her dirtbag boyfriend. Her words, not mine, but I do agree. And Same. <laughs> big, big hard agree. And they are both giving advice. And Heather's advice is run, which mm-hmm. again, as most smart women would say, run. And Dave is like, "I need to know that I need to know more details. I need to know the circumstances of what exactly is happening and Of course, this is a little bit of an odd conversation for McLean to walk in on since she has first hand experience about what cheating can do to a relationship and to a family, and she's being kind of cagey and not wanting to answer. um I love this part on page one twenty five when she's like, uh." We we all just sat there for a second, nobody talking, and I looked longingly over at the spot on the wall where I'd been able to sit alone and worry about something small and easy, like the whole of Western civilization. <laughs> I cracked up, I laughed out loud when I got to that line and I was like, man, there's there is some Dustin does some good humor. I don't feel like that's something that she gets enough credit for, but she can be quite funny. Yes, um, absolutely.
1: I also really like right before that when Heather is just like she's like oh Dave got arrested during that time it was just one beer like whatever it's so basic and Riley's like Heather remember when you said I should tell you when you're crossing the lines of what's conversationally (laughs) appropriate and I was like oh my god I need a Riley to do that for me
0: (laughs) I need someone to tell me that I know I absolutely love that line and I just thought it was like such a good like a it's funny but also was like such a good like teenage girls like like that is like friendship between girls is being like like being like hi remember you said i need to like tell you not to talk about like you need to (laughs) yeah is that conversationally appropriate and i was like i love that like that just shows a lot about like their relationship and i just feel like it just felt really like true to life that that's how like you know girls would be around each other (laughs) yes but yeah they kind of, like, switch topics here for a minute. Um, they've gotten off the cheating, and Dave's just like, how's life at Jackson? How how you getting along? And she's like, oh, you know, I guess it's okay. And, you know, Heather and Riley are like, oh, because she fell into the right crowd. And Dave's like, oh, who would that be? And Heather's like, oh, shut up. Like, you know that you love us. And we get a little, we've talked about this before, about how, like, what is Riley and Dave's relationship? Like, because you get this, like, weird vibes between them sometimes and here heather kind of points that out she's like oh for god's sake i wish you two would just go out fail miserably as a couple and get it over with so yes there's like definitely as we kind of are learning about riley she doesn't like the good guys she likes the dirt bag so obviously dave's like too good of a guy um and they definitely it's like half of it is like a brother sister relationship but some of it is definitely which is just what happens when you're a teenager and you're, like, a close friend with a guy is inevitably people are going to be like, have you tried dating? And you're like, no, like, that's not really our thing. Right. But, yeah, people just want to pair you off with them.
1: Yes. Um, but then she says, I don't know what possessed me to put in motion what happened next, if it was impulse or instinct. Um, but before she knew it, she was calling Deb over to hang out with them and sit at their table, Yeah, which I was I so happy about this. So yes. happy. I was like, yay, bring Deb into the crowd. Heather and Riley are like not super into it, but, um, Dave like jumps right on the bandwagon. He's like, yeah, there's so much room. And he like scoots over and he's like, sit down. She's like, I like your tattoo. Does it have a special meaning? And um, he says, yeah, actually it um represents someone I was very close with once. And Riley has the same tattoo and hearing that she closes her eyes. So I'm very interested to see like what the significance of this tattoo yeah. is. But then Deb kind of like surprises everyone by having a lot of knowledge about tattoos. She yeah. said she used to hang out in a tattoo parlor waiting for her mom to get done with work. She like knows about art styles. She's like. Um, she's like, I do want a tattoo, but I'm just waiting until you know it's something that's really meaningful to me. And Heather's just like, What? This is crazy. Yeah. And it's like, Yeah, Heather don't judge a book by its cover.
0: One hundred percent. Heather is absolutely like gobstacked by this. And that was my exact thoughts. I was like, Yeah, Heather being all bitchy toward her, don't judge a book by its cover. She's cool. Exactly. We like her.
1: <laughs> so then then they then uh McLean's like, So hypothetically, what would you do? If your boyfriend cheated on you, would you grant him another chance or end things? And Deb's like, well, I need more information. And Dave's like, like what? She's like, <laughs> length of relationship. If it's really early days, it doesn't bode well. Better to move on. Also, I'd have to consider the circumstances. Was it a fling with someone he hardly knew? Blah, blah, blah. And then, but she says, finally... A lot would depend on his behavior. I mean, did he confess or did I just, did I find out some other way? Is he actually sorry or just mad he got caught? Really though, the bottom line I always ask myself is, if I look at it, if I look at everything I've had with this person, good and bad, am I better or worse off without them? If the answer is better, well then, that's the answer. And I love
0: this. Yeah. Yeah yeah see I this is why that. y'all should have been having lunch with deb all along because she's coming in here with some actually wonderful sage advice exactly exactly and yeah everyone's kind of shocked like as she's like everyone just sat there looking at her and then riley's like that was very informative thank you <laughs> like yes quality advice uh dave is all like oh so nice talking with you and she's like what does she say basically um she says, you as well. Thanks for the invitation. And McLean's like, that was me, actually. <laughs> I also just thought it was really funny. She's like, um, hi. I know Dave is, like, good-looking and nice and a boy. And it's, like, easy to get distracted by him if you are a girl who is into nice, good-looking boys. But, um, it was actually me. Your friend, McClain, who invited <laughs> yeah. you. Don't you forget. Yeah, seriously. That. Um, but yeah, she says like Deb's like oh like he's very nice and she's like yeah in, in reference to Dave and she's like he's something and she's like well everyone is um again Deb like uh, again mm-hmm. I can't stress enough I wish I was Deb in high school I like I said I just love how much she is wise beyond her years she sticks with her convictions like she's just so understanding like I think I've definitely. I'm not saying it was ever. I'm, I wasn't like a hashtag mean girl. Certainly not. But like, I think like most teenage girls, I was a little bit quicker to judge. And, and over years, mm-hmm. I've become softer with people. And I'm like, well, you know, but there's two sides to every story, and and whatnot. Um, and Deb's like already there, which is just so amazing yes. as a teenager to be like that wise beyond your years to already be like, well, you know, everyone's something. Everyone's got something going on. It's like I know. yes, Deb. That is I love so Deb. nice of you. Honestly, an icon. We love her so much. We really do. And now we're flashing back to the old restaurant, and again, kind of talking to Opal about what's going on. And Opal's all like, "I know what you're thinking." And McLean's all like, "And what is that?" And she's like, "That this is an impossible amount of work, and double the tasks. and most likely never completed in a million years." And she's like, "Or right, you know, maybe that's just what I'm I'm thinking to myself." And McLean's kind of like, "Well, uh, you know." kind of was thinking that but i'm not gonna say the two out loud she's like you "Got a lot of help girlfriend you got a lot of help to do it and she's like no i have a lot of people not the same thing mm-hmm. um this next paragraph i highlighted because i was just yes. like getting in my restaurant feels um but she says you know from downstairs i could hear the sounds of the restaurant getting ready to open chairs scraping as they were pushed aside to be swept under the voices of the staff laughing and chatting the clinking of glasses being stacked behind the bar it was as familiar to me as a song i'd been hearing my whole life covered by various people but the basic tune the same that's effing beautiful that's poetry yes
1: like, i agree sad
0: so good sarah sarah (laughs) sarah Sarah. she does it again she does it again y'all um but yeah so she's all like you know can you match how hard it's gonna be put these together and so mclean quotes her own like pep talk back there and she's like basic engineering like that's just what you just told them and she's like god i'm better than i thought at this like i said that and she's (laughs) like yeah and she's like you sold me so she's like oh you know okay um someone comes in basically talking about the copier i want you to know y'all i read this page earlier because i read the, these last like 10 pages today before we recorded and when i first got to this page i was like the copier is on the print and i was like copier it's copier i, I don't thought, know why i read it like that i thought
1: it was copier too and i was like is this okay, a brand a little... of printer yeah, I, I was, was like, like am i supposed to know <laughs> i actually didn't know it was copier until right now when you said that it's copier. <laughs>
0: like i'm so like i know i'm tired but like i don't know like basic english words anymore like i'm at that point in my life um but no we're both pretty smart people again i can't stress enough like we went to college to study words and we (laughs) neither one of us looked at
1: that word and we're like copier i was like wow copier what an interesting name for a printer." printer (laughs) <laughs> it's like you would think like well, hp copier. maybe or yeah
0: oh my god you know something like that but yeah it's the copier apparently that, <laughs> that is it? so it funny
1: me up. i'm glad Copiers. that
0: we're both we both are just like oh the copier I'm just saying, if you look at the word copier real quick you would just say copier <laughs> And it's
1: 2024. <laughs> you haven't seen a copier in use right. in decades.
0: <laughs> exactly. Like, yeah, and who uh, is to us? That's not something we're using on the reg anymore. You know. So yes, it's fine. It's totally fine. So yeah. So Obel gets you know um, taken away to fix the the copier, and <laughs> um, <laughs> this will never not be funny to me. This is like when I called it the bike. <laughs> area thing right of the bike area copier, copier. <laughs> no we're unhinged oh it's so good though it's so good um all right Whew. so she goes off and then our girl McLean's is like well let me just like look at this okay this is the abc base uh-huh and so she kind of just does this one little thing, and she's like, you know, it's not a lot, but the, it's the beginning of the beginning. But at least it was done; like the first step has been started. And sometimes that's all it takes. As a lifelong procrastinator, it's just the starting it that is hard. Once you start yes. it, you can get it done. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yes, I
1: also love putting things together, so I would have been yeah. like, hell yeah! Although i come into this, I say that, but then I was putting together our entertainment center. Oh my gosh. I was putting together our entertainment center a few months ago and halfway through, I was like, fuck this. I'm Sister, never... We don't need
0: one. This is... We don't need pointless. it. Put the TV on the
1: floor. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> but we got it done and it's beautiful.
0: Can confirm. I've seen it in real life, y'all, and it's it's great. It's it's <laughs> up and it's lovely. <laughs> they did it. I'm proud of <laughs> it. <sighs> oh.
1: Yes, like a blinker like a blinking cursor on an empty page. It was just the first thing, the beginning of the beginning, but at least it was done. And yep. then we get a little dot dot dot. So she's walking home. She turns onto her street um, and she sees two people in a car. She just glances at them and realizes that it's Dave and Riley. Riley is like obviously crying. Dave is gesturing. She doesn't really know what's going on. Um, so, like, if she goes inside her house and she hears the ping noise of, hi there, announcing a call, and she thinks it's her mom. And she picks it up, and it's not her mom. It's her stepfather. And this was so much. So he's like, your mother can't <laughs> talk right now. She um her mother can't talk right now she's upset and she needs some space that's what you said like a few days ago i guess when she tried to call him yeah i mean tried to call her and i wrote omfg um (laughs) because oh okay so you can respect when mom needs space but you can't respect when mclean needs space heard
0: Mm
1: -hmm. um and yeah so she's like two days have passed three four like what i have not heard from mom mom is icing her out completely so then he calls her, Peter, and he basically is like, hey, like, first of all, they're on video chat, which is so awkward. Oh, yeah. Um, but he's like, hey, um, your mom like is really upset, but she really wants to see you. Um, can you come down to the U this weekend for a basketball game versus DeVries? She's like, he's like, she just really wants to see you and she's really upset. He calls her Catherine. And she's, like, she points out, like, before the divorce, she was always known as Katie Sweet, and now she's Catherine Hamilton. It's, like, yep, she's got, like, that's another thing, too. It's, like, she's not even, like, oh, you got divorced, and then you kind of, like, stayed true to yourself or, like, stayed the same kind of person, still went by Katie, still whatever. No, she's, like, rich Mm -hmm. Catherine with twins now. So she's, like, totally different. But um she yeah he's like she's hurt mclean i'm not asking you to come here or even go to the beach that's between you and her but i'm hoping you'll consider letting us meet you halfway um and she's like okay cool like yeah i'll meet you at this stupid game
0: (laughs) sounds Um, great i'm really
1: looking forward to it (laughs) yeah she's like okay great another situation where the daughter has to be the bigger person so fun. i'm a dustin mom
0: of course i'm gonna have my daughter be the bigger person <laughs> exactly. and reach out to me <laughs> exactly i think we found the title for this episode i'm a destined mom
1: <laughs> i'm a dust <desk> mom <laughs> exactly
0: <laughs> yeah this whole thing i was like oh my god poor McLean. first of all she has to go to this game which again it's like that feels weird so you feel like you're kind of like hurting your dad because you're like doing basketball you know like it's just so i'm like oh, basketball of all things we're we gonna go meet up with them okay um second of all she has to deal with a super awkward conversation from her like stepdad that she has no relationship with and it's him being like um your mom's really hurt and you need to be the bigger person screw you my dude uh actually i think she should be the bigger person in the situation because she is the mother of a teenage daughter <laughs> like it's one thing when you're like both adults you know what I mean like obviously your adult relationship with your parents is like different than when you're like an actual child's relationship with them but let's be clear McLean is still a child here so you have to act like the adult mom but yep so she agrees to this awkward meetup, and good old Peter's like thanks owe oh, you one she's like oh cool thanks mm-hmm. uh, you owe me a and- lot actually yeah, Peter. <laughs> so much Peter you don't even know uh, you better be effing paying for my entire college because it's the least you could do More than one. You owe me more than one. (laughs) More than one. so (laughs) we're clear here. Um she says goodbye. A half hour later, she remembers it's garbage day. Riley's car is still there. And she's like, Okay. Kinda goes down. And Riley's like, I'm not stalking you, I promise. I just wasn't ready to go home yet. And McLean's like, You know, I know the feeling, are you okay? And she's like, Oh, just the like typical dirtbag drama, it's so embarrassing. And um, She's like, you know, I promise I'm fine. And then she just, like, out of nowhere kind of changes the subject and is like, he likes you, you know, as in Dave. And she, of course, McLean is confused by this. She's like, what? And she's like, Dave, he likes you. He won't admit it to me yet, but he does. And McLean's like, he didn't even know me. Like, I'm like, (laughs) I didn't know we, like, knew each other like that. And she's like, um... And she's like, are you saying, you know, if he knew you that he wouldn't like you, like, please be honest with me. He's a good guy. And he's my best friend. Like, I don't want him to, like, get hurt. And she's like, I'm not saying anything. I'm just saying, like, she's not really, like, looking for anyone right now, you know. Mm
1: -hmm. And
0: um, she says to her, though, like, you know, he's not really my type. And she's like, oh, don't tell me you're a dirtbag girl, too. And she's like know <laughs> I'm just not not trying to you know be go for anyone at the moment because I've been traumatized by my parents very messy divorce <laughs> seriously <laughs> and she's like oh you know what? I get it I appreciate you being honest and so then the plane just like says goodnight to her to let her like have her moment she says thanks and um the plane's a little bit confused so you know what she says um I wasn't sure what the gratitude was for coming to check on her what i'd said or maybe actually what i didn't say i chose not to ask instead i just walked back to my driveway letting her leave on her own terms and her own time without an audience when you can't save yourself or your heart it helps to be able to save face which yes. yeah i get that for sure yes. and that is chapter five everyone another yep. good in yep Can't wait to see. I'm excited to see some more Jason. I'm excited to see some more. I'm not excited to see Peter whatsoever or her mom. but (laughs) I'm excited to see what that does for McLean. Yes. yes. At the very least. Exactly. But yeah, more restaurant stuff. Always excited for that. Um, More Opal. More Deb. Always more Deb for sure. That I'm excited for. But yeah. That's chapter yeah. five. We did it, everyone. That's we survived, five. and I think we we finished in enough time that Mike Lane can go watch The Bachelor, everyone. So yes. we did good, uh, guys. I have been checking the time.
1: I have been <laughs> checking the time.
0: Okay, we're good. We're on time, <laughs> we're everyone. We finished recording on time, so she can watch The Bachelor. So enjoy The Bachelor. I'm gonna go probably watch some more shitty MTV reality TV from a decade ago, and. I hope all of you are watching your reality show of choice and taking care of yourselves. Much love. Bye.